I'm Alessa. I'm Shania. We're sisters, entrepreneurs, industry disruptors, and co-owners of Oz & Co. Here to share our wins and failures in business and life. Thank you for tuning into Oz, Oz Unscripted. Welcome back. Welcome back. Wow. It's podcast week or day or something. Mm-hmm. I saw in Oz that we were oh, at like yeah, 27 yeah. podcasts. Uh, National Podcast Day yesterday. Mm-hmm. A year ago, I did not think we were going to have a podcast. I don't even know if people are listening to it. That's. I think people are, but that's mm-hmm. okay if they aren't because we're documenting our journey. And I, feel I guess like that's... I, no. Wait, I'm gonna take it back. I did have some dentists tell me that they've. Yeah, saw I've had some people episodes. tell me too. So, but that's not why we're doing this. We're documenting it, and if it could like help one person with a mm-hmm. tip or their business, like that's enough, you yeah. know. And for our kids too. Yeah. It's gonna need to go back. Um, so new favorite drink, Thomas. Thank you. Um, honey citrus mint tea, mm. and then there was a pump of honey blend. Mm. It's so really good. I think Thomas, you said peppermint is what you usually get, but they discontinued it for right now. So you so. put a peppermint tea in there? No, just the, like a syrup. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So good though. Yeah. Anyways, huh? what? So today we were talking about growth. And growth is great and amazing, but I think a lot of people don't talk about the things that come with it. So judgment, people not believing in you, people doubting you. I mean, it's everything you read in books, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're growing, there's going to be people that doubt you and that's how you know you're doing something right because you're doing something that nobody has done. In well, a way. and there's growing pains. Lots yes. of growing pains. So that's kind of what we're talking about and kind of being vulnerable on, I think, you know, on the mortgage side, um, you on the dental side, like we've both run into that. Um, and then on the personal side too, that as humans, we keep growing and we should mm-hmm. keep growing Yeah. Um, in our spiritual walk, in our maturity uh, like just with age or maybe maturity mm-hmm. and growth as we become parents so I think our relationships mm-hmm. will change as a result of that and kind of navigating through those changes of growth yeah mm-hmm. I mean I think that if you're somebody that like thrives like in always needing to be growing in business you're probably also that way in your personal life mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like if you don't want to grow, nothing wrong with it, but in your, you know, professional life, I think it also kind of translates to your personal. Yeah. I think as a kid, I I hear, I hear from mom and dad that I was always asking questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was sticking my nose into everybody's business even as a young kid. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a story. You are so nosy. Yes. And I, but I think that's like the curiosity in me, just Mm -hmm. how I'm wired, how God made me. And so naturally, you know, if I'm curious about things, I, um, and I asked the questions that translated into the educational side and going through school. And now I'm like, well, I haven't reached the pinnacle of education and I got my degree and I'm done. Like I just, Okay, but don't you think that like, I don't think there's ever a time that I will reach a place where I'm like, I know it all and I'm like here and I've arrived. Unless you become God. Yeah, I'm not (laughs) going to become God. I'm going to bet on that one. But 
I think, yeah, I think like I don't feel and I think I've had to accept that because Mm -hmm. I'm like, why am I never like, why do I want to keep pushing? Mm -hmm. You know, why am I doing this to myself? But like, that's just in me. And I think I've realized now in growth and like learning that that's just who I am. And I think that like gives you a little peace. Do you think we were pushed to grow? Like, let's let's like back up to as kids, like when it comes to education or striving mm-hmm. to reach goals or heights or like do you, do you think that we were pushed in that way? I think because we have such an amazing like family story and like the things that our grandpa Vasily had to do mm-hmm. to get to America um, to be able to give us those opportunities for me personally, I don't talk about it a lot, but like that's always in the back of my head. Like, you know what? Like I I do want to do something special and amazing and help other people. So then it's not for nothing that he went through all that yeah. for us. I guess. So maybe like keep moving so we don't disappoint what he had started? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we've talked about his story and like it's yeah. – so amazing and I just I think that's just and we also saw our parents working really hard so I think that um in raising our kids it's like setting an example and just working hard and them seeing it is important yeah I think things take time to grow and to innovate and learn and um I think on the that's on the professional side, but mm-hmm. how did how has that affected you on the personal side? Mm, I mean, I'm like somebody that like nerds out on like reading motivational books and things. Like I'm always curious about like what is different about people that are really, really successful um, and that aren't. But mostly like I focus on like what made those people that way, right? Mm-hmm. We all kind of like – start on this earth as babies and what makes those people different like what did they do differently so Mm -hmm. I don't know like for me I think it's like I said it ties on both like my business growth or like wanting to grow it's the same thing like I just want to grow as a person and I want to be a better person always I don't I don't ever think I'm going to get to a point where I'm like fine with the way I am you know I don't know mm-hmm. did you not have, in a bad way did you have time like certain times in your life where that was hard or that some anybody limited your growth or did it no I think we've talked journey? about like even when I got pregnant you know there was people that made comments mm-hmm. about how my career wouldn't be able to grow or like you can't be a mom and have a career um I think for me those kind of things just like propelled mm-hmm. me because I love it when people don't expect. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask me you a question. And this things. is really out of line, Thomas. Can oh cut it. gosh, go ahead. Do you feel like you've been married before, mm-hmm. and Brandon's your second spouse? Was there a difference in the he, spouse? He's my that you forever have? spouse. You he's mean. your forever spouse. Yeah, <laughs> but like, was there something that's different in your marriage now? Well, yeah, obviously I'm not married to my ex anymore, but um, he is 
the father of my kid. So like, I don't really talk about that much, but the things I went through in that relationship did, um, I did work really hard and I, and I do feel like if I didn't, if I let that cripple me, I was in a place to be able to leave where I think a lot of women, you know, don't leave because they don't have the financial, uh, part there to be able to, or they don't think they can do it on their own. For me, I was the breadwinner. So it, it did give me kind of, um, a little more courage to leave. It was really hard, but courage to leave and knowing I would be okay financially. Like, so. Yeah, but I think like you, I'm just going to say this as a sister. I think some people looking from the outside in right now might think that you're one bad B. You know what I mean? Like you're tough. You're like, okay, well, this is not working. Like, let's move on. And I think that's probably because of that history that you had gone through that you're like, I'm not going to stand in a place, like whether it's something big or small, like let's just keep moving forward. Yeah. And it's okay to separate and go our different ways um, if it's, if we're not the best, right? If we're each individually not the best in what we bring to a relationship, whether it's a friendship, a marriage, or a business partnership or a business yeah. arrangement. It's like, okay, well, this was great. We've helped one another and this worked. And then maybe we come to a point where this is no longer working because not everyone's going to want the same thing all the time. Yeah. And I think that that's um, why I don't dwell on like, oh my gosh, you know, I, whatever, like I shouldn't have gone through that or I didn't deserve that. Like I think everything we go through in life kind of like makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, I mean, that's why I don't like talk bad about, you know, my ex, he's the father of my kid Mm -hmm. and she loves him. And just because we weren't right for each other, that's still her dad. So Mm -hmm. I think, but yeah, definitely like, I think the hard times are what mold you. And I think a lot of people question like, why like maybe people that don't believe in god right they question why do these things happen like why can't we just live in this perfect life and i don't think it's meant to be that way because if i didn't have the hard i wouldn't appreciate the good yeah so i don't know Mm -hmm. i think that's my so what about you because you um have gone through different kind of hards, right? So I've had like the stable relationship with my husband, you know, Mm -hmm. like we'll have our little disagreements here or there, but it's like we, from the beginning have had like our certain roles in our marriage. And, um, I think we had a transition when, you know, he supported me through school. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there was a point where, you know, I became more of the breadwinner and those are like, it's like an untraditional, like, we yeah. Both, like, we so did when you guys, and let me ask you a question mm-hmm. on that, because I think that it was not, but like people did not see how hard like Scott worked for you to be able to mm-hmm. go to dental school and mm-hmm. study. And like, you know, he did it all and like, he does so much now. And so like, do you, did you get people that like didn't get what like oh he's just a stay-at-home dad or like yeah he he gets um our family has grown not just like number of kids Mm -hmm. or where we're at but um yes like he's had to step down from like the traditional title which Mm -hmm. he definitely gets like that 
shade kind of thrown towards him. I think if it was a male dentist yeah. working with their female, you know, um, the traditional you know family, like the female oh, wife, it's like, oh, okay, that's like wonderful. Look at this amazing life you have. But because he's a male, um, mm-hmm. and I find like we almost like I almost have to defend him a lot. Say, well, we have like twenty acres, and we have these type of animals, yeah. and he drives them, and like I, I find myself having to defend him almost and. Um, I think I've wanted him to, I've probably pushed him to be a certain mold, like even the way he presents himself or we mm-hmm. go to events. And I think the growth in our marriage has gotten to the point where I'm like, no, like he looks hot in his cowboy boots mm-hmm. and his cowboy hat. So he should come to the events, to the opening of AE, you yeah. know, like in his style and who he is. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm I proud mean, of us I in like that growth. I think those kind of people... Mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like such a double you're like you're right mm-hmm. if it was a dentist a male dentist or a business owner and the wife was at home nobody looks at that mm-hmm. and it's yeah yeah but scott's like the most amazing husband oh. well and then with the growth of the practice and um we've you know it's hard transitions in the sense that uh when i came in to the practice it was a legacy it was 48 years on the making somebody that was so rooted in the community, mm-hmm. you know, 11 kids. Um, I am like, like you, when it comes to like, you know, mm-hmm. your ex, I'm the same way with Doc Puffer. He, there might've not been there. There were great times and there were not great times through all of these transitions, but it allowed me to become who I am now and the relationships mm-hmm. that we do have. Um, I think for like any patient that, I call them legacy patients that have been there a long time. That progression of, I came in, I was an associate. It was always a puffer practice. You know, I bought it with his son when we transitioned. Still, it wasn't my practice. It was like Mm -hmm. still the family business. And then when um, the son left, you know, the next piece of it, the transition, the growth was leaving the physical space. And there was a lot of like pushback, like, oh, I, I see how it is and um, like just difficult times and um, loss of friendships and team members Mm -hmm. because it was hard. And now looking back, I'm like, I don't blame certain people from leaving because that's a difficult thing. Like in 30 years, if we were to retire and our kids were here and somebody bought the business and they want to leave the physical space, it would be difficult. Yeah. You know? Um, So I think every time they're, We've definitely have lost team members. There's been miscommunications. And I think for me, the growth, it's not even so much dental. It's the communication. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's people out there who think that I'm like a big fat jerk and I didn't listen or had a double standard and we're humans. And at the core of it, I really do try to listen to people's hearts. Yeah. Um, So I think right now there's this insecurity. Yesterday we were at a local little restaurant and we're doing a business series and I kind of I don't know, got emotional because Malala and the dentist off Maine and the type of people that come through um, those doors, very much small town. And I feel like I'm abandoning them. And I know I'm not because God's continuing to open doors Mm -hmm. and we're already providing this type of dentistry and service. So again, like that growth, I'm, I'm getting people saying things to me and then I'm like taking it personally and but I know that 
the dentist staff main well AE is going to benefit the dentist staff main. Yeah. And my next step is now, okay, we've gotten through relational stuff. I feel like Scott and I are a good point. Family-wise, you and I and, mm-hmm. her, you know, Ola, we're in a good spot. Team-wise, like we've got an amazing team, sees the vision. They're, you know, I used to do everything. Now I have leads that yeah. own their roles and they are, do the job better than I could ever do. Well, okay. So that kind of mm-hmm. the story I said yesterday mm-hmm. with like my mortgage journey So when I was like a loan officer by myself and then got an assistant and then, um, you know, was growing, I had people that were like, oh, well, you know, I don't get to talk to you. I have to talk. Or like other agents? Just like agents and, um, you know, just people. Like I had this insecurity because there were comments of, oh, yeah, you know, the loan officers that have a team that the clients talk to the assistants. And, um, you know, it really like made me insecure. But I think as I grew, I realized, first of all, that's effed up. If you think that somebody on my team who works their butt off, wants to help people, is below talking to me, mm-hmm. like, it's not. Yeah. like I have patients that kind of will go around that way too, where like, well, I need to talk to the doctor. And I'm like, and I feel like I've, I always start the conversation if I call them back or email mm-hmm. them or something, I always have my teams back, whether it's the other doctor yeah. or team member, because it's like, what do we know to be true? Our team members, not employees, team members, mm-hmm. they they have our back, so we should have theirs. Yeah, but it's, you know, like if I'm good at my job, which I think I'm a good loan officer, mm-hmm. and I'm able to teach somebody else on my team to be able to do that and build a career and, you know, succeed, I think what is wrong with that? Like, I, I don't understand people well, do you that think it's are... Ego? Do, I, I think it's ego. The people that think, oh, well, I'm the only one that can take care of my clients. I'm the only one. I'm the most important. You know, I don't I don't want people to know or talk to my assistant. Like, that's pretty lame. Like, I know I'm being blunt, but I think the thing I love about running a business, mm-hmm. the dental side, the mortgage side is like, hey, you get to give other people opportunities. Not only do we get to help patients mm-hmm. or clients, but like our team, we're able to help them mm-hmm. and, you know, provide for their families. And anybody that judges that, mm-hmm. like, Yeah, I feel I like just, I'm the same way. Those are I had, my people. I'll I had an that. ego for a long time. I didn't think it was an ego. I thought it was like, well, I just love my patients and I, I like – I, I don't know if somebody else can take care of them like me. And then now I'm like, holy crap, like Gabby's really good clinically guys. And she'd probably do a better filling than me. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert, you yeah. know? Um, and there's things that, yeah, like I can't, I can't do it that well. I, we used to like make our own little videos. Thomas, you're way better at it than me. <laughs> you know, um, I, I can go Thomas, down the list. you're way better at me yeah. than I <laughs> But I think like that's like the mind shift and I think I want it what I if this is like any listener from my community right now listening, you're my friend or family member or patient mm-hmm. or employee or team member, um, we can serve so many more people mm-hmm. and impact so many more lives and whether it be team members or patients or clients, um, that's like what's fun and I think 
I'm realizing I'm not a tooth girl. Like I'm not just a dentist. I I was created to work with people and teens and grow and create experiences. And I don't know. I'm excited for that growth. Yeah. So I'm not saying that I don't care if you don't get it, but it's okay. Like, and sometimes people that don't don't go on the journey with us or choose to get off the journey, sometimes I've figured out now Sometimes they come back on the journey yeah. years later. And if they don't, yeah. like that's everyone has their journey, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah. story. And you should do what makes you happy. But I also think if you're growing and you're getting judgment, you know, really tap into what you're doing and why. And mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, talking to people, mentors that have been there and reading books, um, that's kind of what helped me. So yeah. that's kind of my tip for um, growth and, you know, mm-hmm. haters. Okay. So okay. hopefully that was helpful. Okay. We will um, see you next time. See you later.